Good morning. This is the Daily Wrestling News for December 21st, 2020. I am coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful Treasure Coast of the Sunshine State. My name is Ryan Joy, and I am joined today by the senior NXT correspondent to the Essential Wrestling Podcast, John Smith. How are you today, sir? I'm not doing too well after my abysmal loss to Al Carl in our uh, fantasy football league yesterday, but I did enjoy TLC, so that that kind of made up for it. Yeah, we are on we are on the heels of TLC. We're on the heels of John Smith's elimination from fantasy football. Uh, you know, we move on. Yeah. That's that's all, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a word of advice. It's not, this one's more serious than last time. If you have a gut feeling about something, you do it. I didn't. I wanted to play Jalen Hurts over Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson got me there. So I kept Russell Wilson in, and it cost me the it cost me the game. Well, there you go, uh, folks. I think that's going to be a new section of the Daily Wrestling News Show. John Smith advice. Uh, John, you are you are making a back to back appearance on the Daily Wrestling News Show. I don't think anybody's done that yet. So I have actually the last the last time I was I was on on a Monday after the NXT. <laughs> I stand corrected. That's pretty. Uh, you you're the only person to do that, and you've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Johnny Gargano with the uh, with the North American title. There you go. There you go. Um, although you, you are winning at trivia, so it's not like you're uh, you know you're dropping one as soon as you win it, you know, type of thing. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, here's what we have for today's show. We have the ridiculously random non wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day, followed by a complete recap of the tables, ladders, and chairs. We'll talk about what we think comes next out of all these outcomes. Uh, we are going to ha- go through the week's lineup because there's not a lot, really. Um, we have a little bit of news. We've got some trivia. Then we'll get out of here. You ready, John? I am. Okay, today's ridiculously random non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day is brought to you by Free Cake, the new album from the Black Cats available now everywhere you listen to music. John, today's question is, are you a person that has New Year's resolutions? Uh, actually, I am not because, um, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't things I want, I'd want. i like to change about myself, but I don't need New Year's to be the time for me to do it. If I decide, like, I want to lose some weight, which I'm coming to that point right now after being locked in the house for so long, you know, <laughs> then, I'll, uh, then I'll make it happen. I don't need a New Year's as an excuse. But, uh, I mean, it's good for people that do have trouble you know, committing to, to something. So I'm not, you know, poo-pooing it. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I don't know. It's a milestone that some people assign goals to, and it's kind of a definitive time period. So they do it, but um, I'm not huge on it myself, uh, mainly because I haven't been successful at it very much when I do set them. But I, uh, I am looking at this year. I want to learn enough Spanish to where I can watch Lucha Libre and understand the commentators. That's my that's my ambition. So I started fired up the Duolingo app and I've 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 begun, you know, here before Christmas. So so we aren't even to the new year yet. All right. All right. Okay. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my 
Big E, Daniel Bryan, Otis, and Chad Gable defeated Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura on the pre-show in 8 minutes and 39 seconds. Nothing really at stake, uh, but Big E did pin Sami Zayn, so that should earn him a title shot, which it did after a bunch of backstage segments later in the TLC show. Um, John, Big E was kind of granted his big singles push um, then with the New Day's injuries and then the brand split and all that stuff, so... Uh, is this the beginning for him, or is this, you know, he's going to not win and continue to mutter about? Uh, well, I think eventually he is your next Intercontinental Champion. I mean, if they do the match this week and he loses, I don't think that's going to change my mind or anything like that. But, um, you know, I think this is the beginning of them hoping that he can, you know, rise up as a single star if – if it's just like people clamoring for more New Day stuff from him, then eventually they'll put them all back together. But, you know, I guess that you got to, you know, give him credit for giving it the old college try, getting him the singles push, you know? Yeah. Now, is the uh, – I'm wondering, you know, when we first started talking about big singles push, I kind of envisioned him at the upper level, not at the mid-tier level. So is, I'm not sure if this would be a launching point to get in there or if it'll never get to that point. Uh, thoughts on that? I just I, I think they don't they maybe wanted to take a different route that they went with Kofi because Kofi kind of just got thrust right out of the group into the world title picture. So if they had big ego and win the elimination chamber, it would be kind of like history repeating itself, you know. Yeah. Maybe they do it the old fashioned way. Right. Well, that was uh, that was the pre-show, the only match on the pre-show, big eight-man tag. Um, we start the main show with the WWE Championship match, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Um, I did think Drew was going to win the match, um, but I also thought it was a good time for him to drop the belt. Um, John, what do you think we do now that Drew has defeated both AJ Styles and The Miz is he gonna is is his title in jeopardy before Mania or will he carry it all the way? <sighs> I was talking about this last night with Al. I really hope that he doesn't hold this thing until WrestleMania because I mean we've we've endured a whole year of him having that belt to begin with. And you know, not that he's been bad, but he hasn't been anything to write home about either. He's just been like a, a good babyface champion and um, I thought it was a, a good time for AJ Styles to win it because then you have the heel going into WrestleMania as the champ, and then the babyface can win it, even if it's Drew again. I don't. I wouldn't even care about that. I have no yeah. problem with him winning it back at Mania. It's just if he's holding it this whole time. What's he going to do? Lose it to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, pre- I rather have a heel champion with a babyface Royal Rumble winner challenging. Um, so we'll see kind of from there. But um, I don't think that we're ready for the Sheamus match yet. So it's kind of – they haven't done enough there, so maybe they can, maybe they set something up. But um, I don't know. Maybe Styles gets one more match. Maybe The Miz gets a match. But after losing here, I just don't see them switching the belt really. Yeah, I'm I'm real happy the Miz isn't running around with that briefcase anymore. I was I was dreading him being the 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 champ going into WrestleMania again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like he would have a, a Bob Backlund run with the belt if that was the case where he'd you know lose it pretty much immediately. <laughs> yeah. 
or arcane run, so to speak. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of options, but I think Drew McIntyre is in the WWE Championship picture at WrestleMania. If he's not in that picture, he's in the in the Universal Championship picture. Um, so we'll wait and see. Sasha Banks defeated Carmella by submission in 12 minutes, 40 seconds with the bank statement. I thought this match overperformed by a lot. I did not expect much out of this match, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, Carmella, Carmella stepped up her game since she's come back. Um, you know, it, it was pretty standard first title defense or first pay-per-view title defense for Sasha. You know, you didn't think that she was losing this match. But, um, you know, Carmella showed us that she's, you know, she can do it again. And, you know, maybe it, was, it, it wasn't her time when she first won it, but you know, that's what the Money in the Bank briefcase is for. We're giving people a shot, you know, and now maybe she showed that she can hold that belt again one day. Yep, yep. Well, the uh, the Hurt Business defeated the New Day by pinfall after Sectric hit the lumbar check in 949. Uh, while the Hurt Business celebrated, Shelton was a little confused about the blind tag that led to that situation. So uh, what's next? What's next here? Because you got a little bit of dissension, and you've got no other tag teams on Raw, basically. So do we see them run back the New Day feud or, or some other team gets slapped together, NXT call-up? Maybe they, they run the New Day feud like one more time until Rumble, and then her business holds on to it, and then they don't, they build up another team from now until then. Maybe they'll call somebody up or move somebody over and – who knows? But uh, you know they don't have to lose those until at least WrestleMania, in my opinion. So, but I think it's going to be a nice long run with those tag belts. Yeah, I mean, uh, the other thing I think uh, the Viking Raiders are kind of there in the background, right? They're both, you know, Ivar was dealing with injury, um, but it's been been quite a while, so maybe maybe it's time. I can't remember what his prognosis was. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see them get get involved again, but you know they kind of made fools of themselves with the whole anything you can do, I can do better thing with yeah with the street profits. So it was that's up the street profits alley, but it wasn't so much up the Viking Raiders alley, you know. Yeah, it did it did kind of change things around a little bit, right? Like the the Viking Raiders were like very intimidating, brooding presence, right? And then all of a sudden, now where they're laughable so to speak yeah. like ivar ivar and otis were almost the same character really right uh charlotte flair returns to partner with oscar defeat nia Jax and Shayna blight baszler in 959 flair hit baszler with natural selection for the pin as papa rick flair stood in the back watching so will the alliance last will it break up tonight well, the last time that that Charlotte was in the ring before yesterday was against Asuka in a in a match where she got injured. Um, I thought that maybe she she might turn on Asuka before the end of the match last night, but I I guess this is all leading up to them fighting at WrestleMania. I think that uh, Charlotte versus Asuka. Yeah, I'm with you. I I really think that Charlotte and Asuka as a tag team is going to be something that's pretty short lived. I don't see that going to be a long a long situation, but 
but we'll see. The other thing is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I mean, we're kind of waiting for that match to happen too. So now you're you stem out of this and you're you probably have Flair and Asuka go at Shayna and Nia one more time. They win. Nia and Shayna break up. Maybe that all happens at the maybe all of this happens at the Royal Rumble. Who knows? So yeah, it seems uh, like a lot of storylines are like converging and getting ready to go towards WrestleMania season. Right, right. And then you got Lana in the background too, right? Like, you know, when she comes back, she's she's won every big match except for uh, Rumble and Rumble and Money in the Bank. So <laughs> look out 2021. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens looked good in his match with Roman Reigns, but Owens still lost in 24-45 when Roman used a low blow and a guillotine to take out Owens before retrieving the belts. Um, I'm almost thinking Roman Reigns might be done, pretty much done until WrestleMania. I don't, I don't see a lot more for him to do until his Mania opponent is is identified. Do you see anything on the, on the horizon for him? Um, I think they might have him defend the title at at Rumble, but um, but after that, probably not. I, it's hard yeah, to I, do one of the big four pay per views without having the, both titles on the line, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, there there are two sixty minute matches on that show, or at least forty five. But I kind of struggle. Is like, is it going to be Roman and Daniel Bryan? That's the only only one I can really think of as a potential opponent for him at the moment, unless we bring somebody new in. Yeah, that one's tough. I mean, I'd like to see Drew. I, like that's why I would have liked to have seen Drew drop the title. Just to see him go after Roman, I really like their chemistry. Yeah, well, if if for whatever reason Drew participates in the Royal Rumble for having dropped the belt or whatever, I do think he wins, and I think he would challenge Roman. I mean, I think that's the that's the marquee match if you don't have somebody like The Rock or Goldberg or somebody coming in, because I don't think you bring The Rock back unless there's fans. And even though people are kind of clamoring for that, I just don't I don't see that happening unless there are fans and there's eighty thousand people watching WrestleMania live. Um, and then Goldberg, you could do that at Royal Rumble, I guess. But yeah. Uh Randy Orton and, and Bray Wyatt had a Firefly Inferno match that lasted about twelve minutes, really. Um Randy Orton just kind of was in Bray Wyatt had the mandible claw on Randy Orton and Orton backed him into the flames. Um, the fire wasn't enough to stop the fiend, though. He he kind of ran at Orton, um, but eventually Orton dumped gasoline all over him and and lit him on fire. So, is the fiend dead? That is the question. <sighs> is the fiend dead? Possibly, probably. Is he going to come back to life? Most likely. You know, I don't think that's the last we've seen of the fiend. You know, the, the match itself was a little cheesy, in my opinion, with like you could see the, the chair was different. You could mm -hmm. see like where right before they lit it on fire, you could see that Bray was not Bray when the fire actually caught on him and stuff, which obviously you don't have any. You don't want Bray Wyatt getting third degree <laughs> burns just for our enjoyment. But, you know, at least they should have had him face down at least. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think. I think some of the visuals were cool. I liked that aspect of the Inferno match with the flames in the background and not on the ring because 
you know, you can't run the ropes. You can't do anything like that when the, you really can't climb the turnbuckles, do anything like that when, when the ring is on fire, but having flame kind of all around the Thunderdome was also something they can't do when there's fans. So I think it was, you know, well, well done in that respect to, to think, look at the environment and do what you can. Have they ever had a match where the ropes were on fire? I, I mean, I think that I don't know if the ropes were on fire, but the, can, but what? Well, that uh, Undertaker and Kane had one where the the ring was all surrounded with fire, right? Uh, yeah, like it was surrounded around the base. Yeah, not yeah. the ropes being on fire. Yeah, but yeah. it was like outside of the ring. Actually, it was like okay. beyond the ring, beyond the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> Which, of course, uh, the hardest part of the ring would be the turnbuckle post, right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? That is TLC. Um, pretty good show. I, you know, I, I I have to say that I've actually been enjoying the WWE pay-per-views a lot more than I have the television shows. Um, so, you know, I really liked Hell in the Cell. I thought this card was very good. Um, would you rate this? Where would you rate this between a scale of 1 to 10? Um, scale of one to ten. I don't know. I give it a, a B. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. fair enough. Yeah, so that's in the eight range, right? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. It's you know, it wasn't a B plus. It was a B. It was you know, it was solid storytelling. There weren't any any clunkers of a match. You know, yep. the pre-show was even a good match. So, yeah, I think that if that Sasha Banks and Carmella match wasn't good it would have brought it would have dragged the show down but that was good and then the the, ta- the tag match was good too and the the two different tlc matches were what you want in tlc and then the inferno was unique um so yeah so i i'd give it like you said in in the eight range i think that's right okay um here's the week's lineup it can it'll be pretty quick because there's not a lot but uh on SmackDown, we have Big E versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. We kind of already talked about that. Um, tonight, they're advertising what's next for Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. Uh, Impact this week, it's a year-end special. NXT UK, it's a holiday special. AEW Dark, 14 matches. New Japan has house show type events Monday through Wednesday. MLW, there's two matches advertised. The Dirty Blondes are in action. And Low-Key is facing Tom Lawler in the Opera Cup Finals. Wednesday night is the only night where we really have much advertised. On NXT, we have Jake Atlas versus Swerve Scott. Johnny Gargano, well, a Gargano Christmas. Bertrand Lorcan versus Dane and Maverick in a tag title street fight. And Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly look back at TakeOver 31. What do you think of NXT this week, John? Is it a great show or is it a good show? Well, Atlas and Swerve is going to be a top-notch match. Um, you know, the Gargano Christmas will be pretty entertaining. I don't think they can go wrong with that. Um, the tag title match, it's a street fight, so, you, you know, you're going to get yourself some some Drake Maverick getting destroyed in some spots and then, you know, Killian Dane doing some powerful stuff to the other two, and it's going to be – yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of the better shows, to be honest with you, now that I'm – going at it match by match. I don't know about this Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly look back at Tate. Like, what are they going to do? Pat each other's backs, you know? I, yeah. I 
Well, they, you know, they before Takeover Thirty One, they did have that cool sit down interview that they did where they were just kind of talking to each other. So maybe it's kind of another thing like that, or maybe it's a video package, you know, that they're just happen to advertise. Um, now last night on on the TLC pay per view, tag titles changed two out of two times. So we've got another tag match, a WWE tag match, titles on the line. Does Fury and Furry have any shot at taking these tag titles? Not not yet. I mean, maybe it's in their future. I'd like to see it in their future. I just don't think it's now. Yeah. Within the span of one week, all four of the WWE tag titles will have been, well, four out of five, right? No, all of them. Since NXT UK, Gallus defended on SmackDown, Street Profits defended, and then last night we had the Raw and the Women's, and then this Wednesday we've got uh, Birch and Lorcan defending the NXT title. So they'll, they will all have been on the line. Right now we have two successful defenses, two changes. This one, you know, breaks the tie, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I am looking forward to Atlas and Swerve. I think that should be a good match, like you said. On the Dynamite side, Hikaru Shida's in action. Evil Uno versus Dustin Rhodes. Top Flight versus MJF and Chris Jericho. The Young Bucks versus the Acclaimed in another tag team title match. Uh, Jurassic Express versus Colt Cabana, 5 and 10. Pac versus The Butcher. And Kip and Penelope announce their wedding date. Which one opens the show, John? Which one opens the show? I'm going to go with Bucks versus the Acclaimed. Try to get people to stay on their channel. Yeah, the Bucks are the Bucks. It seems whenever they have a match on Dynamite, they always seem to open it. So I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, I think that NXT will start with their tag title match too. So yeah, I think this show will be good. It's a little. It, there's nothing on this card that screams ratings like Winter is Coming or the week after. They don't even have Kenny Omega advertised. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Should be. A, a average dynamite rating, I think, this week. Okay, that's the week's lineup. We got some news. Ready for the news, John? As ready as I can be. Today, today's news is brought to you by the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, where you can get a weekly recap of the week's top stories authored by me for you for free. Sign up now at bodyslambrigade.com. Okay, a few stories here, um, some result-ish type things from the weekend. Uh, Ring of Honor ran final battle on Friday. No new champions crowned. Really terrific show, though. Um, exactly what you would expect from Ring of Honor. The pure matches were top-notch. Um, if you are a ring of honor fan and did not see this show you probably should go see it if you're not really familiar with ring of honor it might not be the show to introduce yourself to Ring of honor so um but it was a good show in, a, in a other ring of honor news maria canellis is returning to ring of honor she's going to be leading something called the ring of honor experience uh which is all about fan engagement and empowering the members of the honor nation so uh, that's coming up. And John, did you check out the North American Wrestling Alliance's Jingle Brawl on Saturday? I was not able to. I was uh, 
I was down at my mother's house about an hour and a half away, so I didn't, I couldn't make that happen, but I definitely plan on watching it. Well, the thing you can do is tomorrow you can join, you can uh, watch this show. We're going to have Tony T on to talk about Jingle Brawl. Uh, Tony T is the commentator for for the event, so that should be a, a good show to uh, to recap some of that. So, fun show. Um, North American Wrestling Alliance did file for trademarks for the following names: No Remorse, Scorn, Glorified, and Slam Jam. No Remorse, we know, is the February pay per view over Valentine's Day weekend. Glorified, we know, is their March pay per view. Slam Jam is something that Tony Capone talked about on uh, this show as one of their key events. And so I assume Scorn will be another show. So uh, WWE filed for a new trademark for The Collective. This is a little controversial, John, because WrestleMania weekend, all the indies get together, put together a sort of a series of events called The Collective. Um, do you think WWE has a plan for this, or is it them trying to take back WrestleMania weekend? I... Would would they do that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they would do that just to to keep the name away from the conglomerate of federation. I I think they're going to end up using that name as some sort of, you know, whatever like a a faction in some or a two factions put together calling themselves the collective or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. It, it feels a little weird to me, like, uh, <laughs> but um, wrestling internet wrestling community is a little upset with them at the moment, of course. But um, in in good WWE news, the new Icons docu series debuts on the WWE Network on January thirty first, same day as the Royal Rumble. Premiere episodes on Yokozuna. I'm looking forward to this because we really haven't had a lot of WWE material on Yokozuna, so this should be should be good yeah i appreciate yokozuna a lot more now that i'm older looking back on him and like I, he was just like a big fat sumo wrestler i thought he was japanese because i was so young like i didn't know that he was one of the samoans yep. you know like i i've read a little bit about him but i'm very anxious to to see this new special yeah yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, as we've talked about on this show before, they do a good job with documentaries, so um, so this should be good. Stardom is going to have an exhibition match on night two of Wrestle Kingdom. They did have one last year at Wrestle Kingdom, um, so this is the second year in a row. This will be on night two. Last year it was on night one. And in Impact news, Madison Rain is finished with Impact Wrestling, and she'll be taking a job outside of wrestling. Um, John, we were talking about this in, in pre-production a little bit about who we think could at least fill that role in the short term if they haven't hired somebody. You suggested Don Callis. Anybody else? Anybody else? Or come to mind? I can't think of anybody else at the moment. Um, maybe Tommy Dreamer. Um, I'm just thinking of somebody that might get you know people to to listen. You know, somebody like a Taz. Well, obviously, Taz is in AEW, but maybe even Taz. You know, now yeah. that I say it out loud. Yeah. That's not a – I mean, the, AEW has a ton of broadcasters. That's something they could do as sort of an interesting thing where they, you know, go on the show and tear each other down the whole time. You know, that might right. be might be interesting. Um, we'll see. We'll see. All right, that's news. Um, so, you know what happens next, right, John? 
trivia better, time. It's trivia time. Are you stretched? Let's do it. All right. Well, you're uh, right there. Let me play your thing here. Today's trivia is brought to you by my new book called The Wins and Losses. Uh, I've continued to work on it and I've continued to grow pages. It's up to, it's over 1,200 pages now. I'm tracking more than 400 wrestlers from the main roster on WWE, NXT, Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor throughout the year. The book's going to have all their win loss data. It's a lot. It's a lot of data. And you can get it for $10 right now. The price goes to $20 on January 1st. So do not delay. John, your category for today. We stick with Andre the Giant, but we're talking Survivor Series now. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> okay. Let's I do would it. typically ask you how you feel, but you have already told us. <laughs> Andre competed in the first three Survivor Series events. What was his record? And I'm looking for his team record, not number of times he survived, but. He was in elimination matches the whole time. So, what was his? Oh, you have choices. Is it A three and O, B one and two, C two and one, or D zero and three? Those are the only choices. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. Uh, (laughs) I want to say two and one. So yeah, two and one. Two and one. Very good. Very good. Uh, Team Andre won the 1987 Survivor Series main event over Team Hogan. Andre's team consisted of Andre himself, Rick Rude, King Kong Bundy, the One Man Gang, and this man. Was it A, Dangerous Danny Davis, B, Harley Race, C, one, two, I might have actually messed this up. Um, I did. Okay, who is it, John? Do you know? Um, can you just list the guys that you listed already that were on the team? Andre, Rick Rude, King Kong, Bundy, and the One Man Gang. Um, jeez, I'll fix it here in a second. I confirm. Who the heck was it? I want my first thought was to say Bam Bam, but no, he was on Hogan's team. Um, I just did something with this match too when we had our Survivor Series special. I forgot who the heck the fifth guy was. So, okay. am I getting multiple choice or no? Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. A. Dangerous David Danny Davis. B. Harley Race. C. Butch Reed. D. Ron Bass. Butch Reed. The answer is Butch Reed. I had uh, I had listed the one-man gang in both the answers and the options. So, okay, you're two for two. That was a struggle. Let's see if we can do best. <laughs> team Andre also won the 1988 Survivor Series elimination match. Andre's team consisted of Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, and this man. Was it A, Harley Race, B, Bad News Brown, C, Greg Valentine, or D, the one-man gang? Uh, I'm going to go with Bad News Brown. The answer is Harley Race. 
Harley race. Okay, you are you have the same record as Andre right now. You are two and one. <laughs> the Ultimate Warriors defeated the Heenan family in 1989. The Heenan family consisted of Andre the Giant, Haku, Arn Anderson, and this man. Was it A, Tully Blanchard, B, the Barbarian, C, Bobby the Brain Heenan, or D, King Kong Bundy? Tully Blanchard. It's Bobby the Brain Heenan. What? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Two and two. This is a must-win question here for you to get the Goldberg Oscar Award. Yes, How many times was Andre pinned at Survivor Series? Was it A, 3, B, 2, C, 1, or D, 0? Zero. The answer is zero. He survived in 87, got DQ'd in 88, and he got counted out in 89. All right, despite the uh, little struggle I did on question two, you have achieved the Goldberg Oss Award. Congratulations. All right, folks, our show returns tomorrow, as talked about, with a very special guest, Tony T. from the North American Wrestling Alliance. He made his broadcasting debut at Jingle Brawl. You won't want to miss the episode. Uh, it should be a good one. We're going to go get into some of the action and talk about you know, commentating a, a professional wrestling event. And then December 24th is a Minutes to Bell Time studio holiday, but Travis and I will pre-record an episode to release on Thursday, so you will have content in your feed. Uh, and then tomorrow night, the Essential Wrestling Podcast, it is a holiday week, but they are essential. Join them at 6 p.m. to talk about all the week's lineup, the week's matches, make your picks, uh, see how everything went last week. We'll recap it all on that show. John will be there. I will be there. El Carl will host. That's our show. John, any parting words of further advice for the day? Um, no, just I hate fantasy football. I just hate <laughs> it. I won the first year I, I played, and I haven't won the big money league since, and it's just so frustrating. <laughs> Can't wait I think all season. fantasy football players will have a similar story. Yeah, except for Al. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, folks, that's our show. We'll talk with you tomorrow.